Hey, welcome back to Pod Logic presented by Straight Up Podcasts. I really wanted to talk today about remote podcasting. And I know that it seems like the last six months have been very different. You know, remote podcasting is more prevalent than ever after the pandemic going down, people having to stay inside, places like Zoom, Skype, Squadcast, Zencaster, they've been huge for keeping podcasting essentially alive, or at least, you know, multi-host slash guest podcasting alive. But I think that we could be doing better, honestly, now that folks are starting to get back into in-person podcasting, uh, it's time for the criticism of remote podcasting because I think that the sort of benefit of the doubt time window of being like, oh, okay, well, this is it's it's just a Zoom, it's fine. That that time has passed because there's two major issues that I see with remote podcasts going forward. One of them has a pretty simple solution, and the other a not so simple solution. So I'll proud all those both off. Number one is the sound usually sucks. So no matter, I don't care how good of an audio engineer you are, podcast editor, whatever you call yourself or however high price you're shelling out to, you know, have someone try and fix that audio up for you. There's no way that a remote podcast is going to sound as good as the real thing. And now this is the one issue that has a solution though, because there are exceptions to this uh, issue. If every voice that is taking part in the podcast, has their own equipment, i.e. their own Zoom recorder, their own Rodecaster Pro, their own USB microphone that they're plugging into their computer to record into something like QuickTime Player, then you're good. The sound thing is, is something that's very fixable. But the problem that you run into here is that a lot of people that do, again, I, I keep talking about the podcast that I specifically work on a lot is a lot of these kind of business interview podcasts, which is a really a big, big niche, which sounds, I think, like an oxymoron. A lot of these guests, while they might be sort of recurring guests on different podcasts, they don't have any of their own equipment. They don't have any of this technical know-how of recording the podcast themselves. So that's one kind of major hump that needs to be overcome and i know places like squadcast offer a really really nice sound but then the problem i see with squadcast is it is just from a technical standpoint it is really tough to troubleshoot it with someone that's never used it before so if you have a guest coming on and they don't know how to log into the server sometimes you have to there's no sound coming out of you know one side or the other this isn't me bashing on on squadcast this is me saying that there's no golden solution for someone who doesn't have any mic podcast equipment to get a really good sound because people are recording you know in their in their large office or a huge conference room or on the phone as they're walking around outside it's just this the range of you want to can be able to control as much of the audio that you're working with as possible so having you know I kind of went off on a little tangent here, but having having guests or co-hosts, everyone has their own equipment and they're recording locally on their own own end. That's the biggest solution to all of those problems. So I don't know if that's going to require, you know, mailing a microphone or buying one on Amazon and having it shipped to them. Uh, maybe they return it afterwards. 
And maybe some of you guys are thinking that this could be a viable business. I, I, it's not something I'm pursuing. Please, someone create the solution. Because when are we just going to accept these kind of like just crappy remote podcasts forever? I don't think so. I think that there people are people are finding workarounds to it, whether it's, you know, taking the right precautions and having in-person podcasting or, you know, coordinating with guests who are regulars on podcasts and they understand that you have certain standards that you need to adhere to because of your audience and you want to have the best sound quality possible and you kind of, you know, you do the work to make that happen. So that's the first thing is that uh, the sound usually sucks. The second one, however, is something that is an issue that is going to be a little bit harder to resolve. I don't have the answer to it. I don't think anyone really has the answer to it, is that the conversation just isn't the same. Talking to someone through a computer screen, a Zoom call over the phone, especially when you're trying to create a podcast conversation or podcast interview, whatever it is, it's just not as good quote unquote, as it would be if you're talking to somebody in person. So just take take this for an example. I'll, I'll, I'll pose a question, hypothetical, obviously, because you can't say anything back. Uh, are you as productive during a Zoom call from home with your team versus when you would all be in the same room? Because I can bet that the energy was higher when you're in person. I bet you that the collaboration uh, ideas that come from collaborating are much better than everyone trying to figure it out behind a screen. The same goes for podcasting. So the the quote unquote magic, it's harder to capture when we are not in the same room as each other. When you're, everyone's been on a Zoom call. Everyone's been on a FaceTime. You're looking at the other person on your screen, but you're not meeting their eyes because the camera is just a little bit above. Oftentimes you're just looking at yourself. I know for a fact I do that. I'm always looking at how I look. And I know you're probably nodding your head going, yeah, I do that too. So it's something is removed from the conversation and it's that in-person element. And now I, I understand, you know, some of you are screaming at me, oh, there's a pandemic. I understand. And I understand that there need to be precautions that need to happen. But I think that a lot of people are returning to in-person podcasting. I think it's safe. I make it safe enough uh, at my studio. I just think it's the way to go. I think there is no solution to a remote option. So there's no, the solution is being in person. That is the solution. How do you capture the magic during a remote podcast? You don't, you do the podcast in person. That is the answer. I understand obviously everything else that's going on, but is there a remote solution? I don't think so. Is There's just something about being in person with somebody and having a conversation that just is just makes everything better. There are a lot of podcasts out there that I always use Joe Rogan as an example, and I promise you that's not the only podcast I listen to that sounds like such a, a cliche thing. Oh, do you like podcasts? Yeah, I love Joe Rogan. I do like his show. Uh, it's not the only show I listen to, um, but... Did you notice that he has completely steered away from the remote interviews unless he absolutely has to? Why do you think that is? Technical issues? Yeah, probably. There are a lot of technical issues. Like the uh, one of his last ones that I listened to had a ton of bugs. They couldn't hear each other. Uh, they were talking over each other. It was just, it was a nightmare. He did do one with Edward Snowden though. And you know what was great about that podcast is 
Snowden was able to record locally on his end. And then he sent the audio over and they, you know, stitched to get stitched it together. But why do you think that he didn't do, you know, four hours with Post Malone over a Zoom call? Because there's no way they would have gotten into the shit that they talked about. It's the act of, you know, arriving to the studio, arriving at wherever the podcast is being taken place, the sort of pre-recording chit-chat. Hey, do you want a water? Hey, sit down. Oh, I love, you know, this is a really cool microphone. This is awesome. What's your setup like? If you have a producer in the room, hey, nice to meet you kind of deal. You don't get that when you do a recorded Zoom conversation. And on top of that, the sound is going to suck. So say that you you stay locked in forever and you have a podcast. I'm not saying put your personal safety at the risk of having better content, but I think that if you're able to do in-person podcasting, I think you should. I think that there is a lot of kind of floundering content out there that would be made much better if the podcast was done in person. Now, this is obviously excluding guests that you just you cannot turn away. But for obvious reasons like distance travel, they can't be there in person. That is I'm not saying that. I'm saying if you have the opportunity to choose between whether this person is in person or whether uh, they're going to join over Zoom. One, they have to be comfortable coming in. They have to be okay with it because this is, if there was no pandemic, I would be saying you need to convince them to come in. But there is something out there and whoever your guest is, you, you have to respect how they feel about everything that's going on. And if they're comfortable coming in, then great, that's awesome. But if they're not, what is the solution? Do you find another guest? Do you get them a microphone or maybe your own, wherever you're recording has, you know, the plexiglass walls, you know, cleaning up everything before and after, let them wear a mask while they're uh, on, on air. Hopefully it's a thin one. So it doesn't, it doesn't muffle your speech like this. So just some things to think about. I've, I've been kind of deep diving into the concept of when are we going to get back to where everyone's doing podcasts in person again? Cause I know I miss it. I, I, anytime I can tell, I hear the kind of the, the sound of a, like I call it the zoom EQ. Uh, when you hear the zoom EQ, you kind of just go, oh, oh, okay. And maybe it's a great conversation. Some podcasts are still great with remote guests. I just think that as great as it could be doing it remotely, how much better would it be doing it in person? actually having sort of those ideas bounce off of each other, that collaboration that comes up, the spontaneity of a conversation, an in-person conversation that doesn't happen over the internet. So to wrap it up, I'm not saying that uh, we should stop remote podcasts altogether. I just think that there's room to improve the experience for three parties, the host, the guest, and the listener, because that is the most important part. The answer's out there. Some are easier than others, like record remotely, get your own stuff. That that can instantly improve your podcast. But when it comes down to you have the decision to either have the person in person, have the person in person, does that make sense? Or do the podcast remotely, I would encourage you to, to, to lean towards doing it in person. If everyone's on the same page, comfortable, then precautions are taken, so...
Thanks for tuning in. I really appreciate it. If you enjoyed this episode of Pod Logic, please consider subscribing to the show. And if you know somebody who is a nerd like you and me about podcasting and you think that they would like to nerd out about podcasting, send this their way. Finally, you can check out our newsletter in the description below, as well as the Patreon, YouTube channel, and Straight Up Podcasts website, where you can see all of our services like podcast production. We produce, mix, edit, consult on podcasts for businesses, executives, and universities. And if you want to learn more about it, go check it out at straightuppodcasts.com. Thanks so much for tuning in. Have a great, wonderful week. Have an awesome weekend. Blow off some steam. Have a good time. I'll see you on Monday for the newsletter and next Wednesday for the podcast.